a worldwide phenomena and an ancient entity. This is the tale of shadow people. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos y más. This is Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen at your own risk. It comes at night, always at the same time, never before and never after. I'm not sure what it wants, other than to terrify me. Sometimes it stands far away, and other times it gets real close. Sometimes I see it right above me. It's all black except its red eyes. It looks like the shape of a person, but it doesn't move like that. It never says anything, it just stands and stares. Will it ever leave me alone? Hi everyone, this is Christina. And this is MJ. And this is a Spooky Tales episode six, right? Really? No. Wait, are we? I don't even know. <laughs> I think so. If you're new here, welcome. Thank you for finding us. We hope you stay. And if you're back, also thank you. Today we're talking about shadow people. Yay. <laughs> they um they're creepy too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be sharing some info about them that I found. And we're also going to hear MJ's personal stories about them. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. This is going to come out new on New Year's. So that's exciting. Yay. I'm going to listen to it. I have, I'm not, I don't celebrate. I'm probably going to be out by like 10. <laughs> so I'll listen to this during the day. On to the episode, though. Shadow people, their official definition that I found, which all this info that we use for the episodes is all linked in the show notes, which I usually don't do on time, but eventually they will be linked onto the the episode. (laughs) The episode. Because I write a whole blog post, so (laughs) I forget to do it on time a lot. (laughs) Hey, no worries. I never look at the episode show notes, so (laughs) I know there's some people who do, but I never do. (laughs) <laughs> oh <laughs> well if you do that's where you can find all our references for every episode <laughs> on to the official definition of shadow people they are supernatural shadow like humanoid figures that are seen usually seen flickering on walls and ceilings and in the viewer's peripheral vision like never directly on although i've heard other stories that they are like right in front of a person so maybe that's not that official <laughs> Well, we're going to get into this later, but I see them um, from in both like directly in front of me and in my peripheral vision. So oh. I guess it depends on the day. On, on their mood. <laughs> on their mood. You know, they're like, I don't kind of, I just kind of want to be a creep today. And then other times they're like, let's just directly confront her <laughs> <laughs> or something. <laughs> Oh, that's creepy. The author of this book called The Shadow People Among Us, uh, Jason Afoot? Afoot? I don't know how to say that. Afoot? I don't know. I would say Afoot. Afoot? Afoot. Sounds weird. Yeah. Can't be judging people's last names. What's wrong with me? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, he said, many shadow people encounters seem to mirror ghost encounters, and they're the most common type of paranormal encounters. And most people describe them as a blacker-than-night, human-shaped shadow 
that people see walking through their bedroom, hallway, living room. He said they're mostly benign, but I have also read otherwise. So all these definitions are like super contradicting. I guess, I guess it depends like how like <laughs> the shadow person like, I just don't like this person. For no right? Reason. I'm a mess with her. <laughs> A little history on the actual term. The the term shadow people was first used by an author named Heidi Hollis. She's written an insane amount of books on paranormal phenomena. But uh, according to her, she says that shadow people have been around since the beginning of time. And they're a dark influence upon society. So that's creepy. You know what they remind me of? Remember, um, what's that movie Ghost? Ghost, right? The one with um that song, that like iconic pottery scene. Yes, like, yes, yes. Happening? But you know when um he's a ghost and that like guy dies and then the shadow things take him away. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what it reminds me of. I haven't seen that movie in so long. That's my mom's favorite movie. Like, like oh my she- god, is it every mom's favorite movie? <laughs> Your mom's too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I think she just had a, a, a thing for Patrick Swayze. Same. Yeah. <laughs> my mom, too. I mean, he was really ridiculously good looking, but like. But back to back to this. Back to a spooky, non, non-sexy ghosts. <laughs> Let's be real. We all want to be haunted by someone at least good looking. <laughs> Wake me up from my dreams. Yes, please. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> There's uh, descriptions of shadowy human-like figures like dating back to ancient times. You can find them in the Quran. They're called in the in there. They're called pitch black sapient beings that are not entirely spirits or physical. People in ancient Europe believed that shadow beings. There was shadow beings that desired blood and couldn't be reborn without it which kind of sounds like a vampire to me that does sound like a vampire maybe that's where it started from like the vampire lore Mm. yeah i don't like that maybe (laughs) oh actually more on that in a little bit so shadow people are often compared to the raven mocker in cherokee mythology which i don't know much about I did find another description of the Raven Mocker. It's a witch that takes the form of a bird and then shifts into a shadow-like human phantom. And they say that it steals the souls of the ill and the dying. What? But when my son was little, he used to see this big... No, no. Okay, sorry. Go on. This reminded me of that. So my son, when he was like two years old, when he barely started speaking, he, in the corner of our um, living room, he would always see a shadow bird. We couldn't see it, but he would like literally freak out. Like we would be in the living room. He'd be like, grandma, mom, there's a shadow. Like, like just start like hysterically crying because there was this shadow bird. And and he was like, it's, he would say it's huge. It like touched the ceiling. We never saw it even, you know, but this reminded me of that. Cause you know, it's like a shadow, shadow bird. Yeah. I also like did some research and they said it w- it could have been like the Zozo bird. The Zozo bird is like a demonic entity that people see or hear from when they play the Ouija board. Uh, Which I'm guessing that the people who lived maybe before we did had some was into some some strange shit because I don't mess with that. that. But that's what that reminded me of. That used to scare the shit out of me because, like, he would be so terrified and I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. Also, shadow people 
are also compared to Jin, which we mentioned last, not last episode, the Two white episodes board, so, ago, yeah. Because the Jin drawings resembled the white Yes, board, they so. do. Very creepy that here we are again talking about them. Everything always links up and it's weirding me out. It's fucking creepy. Let's see. Shadow people exist in almost every lore slash culture. Egypt, there's depictions and stories of them. They call them the Kai Kai Boots. I don't know if I'm saying that right. K-H-A-I-B-U-T. They believe that this was just one of the seven souls that each person had. In Greek mythology, the shade of a person went to a place called the Land of the Shades, which was part of the underworld. And there's stories of people dedicating or giving their shadows or shades to Zeus. And this was seen as a huge sacrifice. But over time, it was something to fear. It was believed that if someone visited the temple of Zeus Lycaeus, I I think you said it right. And uh, if they went to his temple, they would lose their soul, which the soul for them was that shade, that shadow. And he's believed to be the original werewolf and werewolves lack shadow. So interesting. You know, this also, again, goes back to uh, Peter Pan, how his shadow. Oh, my God. (laughs) What about his shadow again? Because I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like pretending to know. (laughs) Yeah. Remember his shadow like moves by itself and detaches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so creepy. Mm, he sometimes okay. has a sh- yeah like his shadow is like has a mind of its own or whatever he's uh peter pan's a shadow person or a werewolf i don't know who knows all of or, the above all of the above he's evil and captain hook is actually the good guy well i mean peter pan does steal children so like we mentioned at the end of episode four or five i forgot already but we did say that these these things are a worldwide phenomena so like i just mentioned that they're, they go back to the Quran, uh, ancient Egyptian beliefs, Greek mythology, they're there. And because of that, I found a website that has this, this website just, it archives encounters, people just, sub- encounters, people just submit their stories on there. So I do have one from there. In this website, they also said that some people believe shadow people are like a guardian, guardian angel type thing. But most retellings and most encounters that people share, they are extremely malevolent. I guess it depends. Like, I, like well, I'll go into this later. I was reading that some people have a feeling like someone is watching them at night and then they'll uh, wake up with that feeling. Um, and sometimes some people, it's like once in their lifetime. Other people say that it happens to them for months on end, on end or like years some people see a full figure. Some people see uh, someone with a hat. Other people only see like something from the waist up. And sometimes they're wearing a hood or a cloak. Mm-hmm. And um, more on this hat one. So this apparently is like what is known as the hat man. So it's a shadow person with like a fedora type thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like. A bunch of them just wearing hats, the same one, just like traveling the world. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Um, because people all over the world have seen this. It, it is weird. He might be just one person. I don't even want to call him a person. Thing shadow. I don't know. One thing. shadow that, like you said, travels the world. I don't know. Or it could be yeah. like a group of them that are like, "Hey, we all wear hats." 
for whatever reason. <laughs> we all wear hats. Yeah. We got to look spiffy even when we're scary. <laughs> right. But this figure is so iconic, well known. He was the inspiration for Freddy Krueger, as well as other media like type things, movies, shows, horror stories. Like this is what inspired or or caused Slenderman to become like its own thing. Yeah. And then, then as well as Freddy Krueger. And then there's a show on Netflix called The Haunting of Hill House, which I haven't seen because it's too scary for me. <laughs> oh, I love that show. But the, there's a ghost with a bowler hat. And that they said in the show that the hat man inspired the character on that on the show. Yeah, I watched the season like, was it last year? Mm-hmm. But yeah, now that you say it, I didn't make the connection. But yes. Yeah, and there's a new um, show, like the next show of that, isn't there? Like, that's the one. Yeah, it's not scary, though. The second one is not. It's like, it's a, no, I wasn't. The Haunting of Bly Ma- Manor? Yeah, it's it's like, a, a like you know how gothic uh, stories where it's like scary, but then there's that romance element to it? It's like that. Uh, so it's not okay. scary. Okay, well, maybe I can watch that one then. Es que soy bien miedosa, so yeah. like, I don't uh, <laughs> The first romance. one, the first one was so good it was intense um there was you i i wouldn't say it's like extremely scary but there were those like uh jump scares that they just pop out at you and you you get freaked out but once like all that is over you're like oh this is not that bad the graphics are eh. but they're just like jump scares um the second one you could literally watch it by yourself it's not that scary it's uh i would say it's more aligned with the gothic romance novel Back to uh, this, though. People that have seen the Hat Man say they see him hovering on top of them. Others claim to have seen him wide awake. And others say that they usually see him before or after a major traumatic event. The most common thing that I saw by reading a bunch of stuff, you know, with shadow people is that everybody that sees them describes like a feeling of dread um, and that their pets act with like fear or hostility. Hmm. Would you say you you have felt that? I've felt it like twice, that feeling, but... Like of dread? Yeah, but that's it. Um, From that website I mentioned with all the archives... um, Oh, no, 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 my bad. This is from a San Antonio newspaper. I'm going to share one story. And we're also going to hear yours. So that's why I'm only going to share one Mm -hmm. of these. Um, So this girl, well, she was a girl at the time, but a woman named Stacy Alejos lived in the west side of San Antonio. And one night, again, when she was a young girl, she woke up with a very uncomfortable feeling and felt like she needed to go look outside. So she got up from bed and she went to the window and there she saw a shadow of a person behind her white picket fence. And she like vividly recalls that there was a shape of a hat, like of the shadow wearing a hat. And she could see the figure moving like from side to side. And she was super terrified. She went to wake up her aunt who was sleeping next to her, but she just couldn't wake her aunt up. And it was like her aunt was in some sort of trance later, way later when she was a lot older, she met a woman who lived down the street from her again in San Antonio. And this woman also saw a very identical sighting. And when this little girl told her parents about what she saw years later, because she didn't tell anyone about this years later, she told them and they told her that at the same time she saw this, they like the same week, they thought they saw something like a UFO. 
That goes into, um, I was telling Christina, was it this week or last week? Because <laughs> we've recorded this way late. That I have, <laughs> yeah. That I had a I had a friend who she was asking what were we re- recording, and I was like shadow people, and she's like I never heard it, so she googled it, and she was like I've never heard of this, but what it looks like and what it sounds like to me was uh, Men in Black because she was like the silhouette looks like the de- descriptions of Men in Black, you know how they come, you know to your house, whatever, with a suit and a like a fedora hat. And the only connection I can make between uh, shadow people and UFOs was that they're both associated with um, sleep paralysis. It is uncanny that they have like similar like silhouettes. That's and that's it. Strange, strange indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? One more, one more creepy encounter that I, I forgot I had. Um, it's from this is from that archive. So this kid, well, he's an adult now. I keep saying kid. Like, okay, so <laughs> when this old grown man was a kid, so when he when he was ten years old, he woke up suddenly for no reason, and he was looking around his room. He had no curtains on his windows at the time, and then when he looked outside the window, he saw a black shadow staring at him. He says it had no face; it was plain black. He was so scared he couldn't move. He was too scared to turn the lights on and he just hid under his blankets. And he was super confused as well because he was on the second floor, which is fucking scary. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyway, the next day he told his mom about this and she believed him. Together, they put a blanket over the window and she said, this will fix it. And the next day, his mom said she saw a shadow on the sliding door window. She turned the lights on and she left the lights on after that. <laughs> I would have too. I would have too, yeah. Um, so every night they just um, had a nightlight. They had their curtains up in every window in the house. Years later, he's, the guy says his little brother had a similar experience. And his little brother was scared and um, very scared to sleep alone at the time. Like for a long time, he didn't want to sleep by himself. And honestly, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I would not. But the guy says, uh, he ends this with just saying, I don't know why this thing bothered us. I can only say, close your curtains at night. <laughs> that's that's one thing. Why? Every every night. It doesn't matter if it's summer. It doesn't matter, doesn't matter what time of year it is. I always close my blinds and, my cur- and put down my curtains because I have this thing where I'm like, I never know if I'm going to look out and see something I don't like. And that's always in the back of my mind. And it's such a habit. And by the way, I've never had an experience where I see something out of my window. I'm like, oh, scary. Same. Same. And I always have the curtains closed anyway. At <laughs> night, I always have to have, like during the day, I let the light in. I open my window, you know, let the, it let the whole room or, you know, apartment air out. But at night, like once the is the sun starts setting, window closed, blinds closed, curtains down. Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't I, I don't know why. And this has always been like my irrational fear, but yeah. I am so terrified that one day I'm gonna look out of the window at night and see something I don't like. Yeah, after um you share your stories, I have some tips. <laughs> <laughs> to help when you see a shadow person. <laughs> okay. So for some context, my hometown is San Francisco, California. I'm going to give a background because I don't know if like my experiences would caused it or me just me being mad about moving caused it. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, because <laughs> I was listen, when you go from living to from the Bay Area 
to the Central Valley, it's like downgrading. Back to the story. So my hometown is San Francisco. (laughs) My hometown is San Francisco, California. And the week right after middle school graduation. So literally, I graduated middle school. The following week, we packed our shit and moved to Modesto, California. Oh, my God. To cut off your story really quickly, we moved from Oakland to Modesto, the Central Valley, also right after graduating middle school. (laughs) How weird. Oh, my God. I'm so mad. So the one thing and probably the only thing I liked about living in Modesto, California, was that me and Christina, by the way, we went to the same high school. And the only cool thing that I like was that we went to the same high school that George Lucas went to. (laughs) Anyways, so this home that we moved to uh, was really strange. So I'm going to give some, like, context to, like, the kind of energy that was in this home. The home was, like, the entire thing was hardwood floors. And at night, we would hear walking in our living room. And the phone would ring at night. And you would hear a man answer um, the telephone and say hello. And by the way, this is like a an um, American accent because my parents, ha- my dad has an East LA accent. So, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so you would hear this like m- just man say hello, like really deeply. Okay, can you edit that and make it like really deep? <laughs> I'll try my best. And you would hear people like talking in the rooms. Like I would, my parents worked all the time, and I. This was a point where my brother had already moved out. He's five years older than me. So, and it was just me and my parents. And I would be the first one home and like right after high school. And you would hear people in the rooms like talking. Like you couldn't make out what they were saying, but you could tell it was like two people having a full on conversation. And you would open the door and nobody was there. Wow. And, you know, there were so many times when I thought there was intruders in that house. I was like terrified. You would also hear we had an attic. And you would hear someone walking on it. Uh, this house just had a lot, a lot of negative energy. And there was this one incident that we were having a carne asada in our backyard. And my dad and one of my uncles went to go get groceries. So it was my mother, my brother, my brother's girlfriend, and my other uncle. And of course, me. We were outside and I heard my dad's voice coming from the house, telling me, specifically me, to go help him with the groceries. I go inside. No one's there. The, the, oh, my God. <laughs> not only is no one there, there's no car in our parking spot. And I went outside to the front of the house to make sure there's no car, like, on the sidewalk, you know, parked on the sidewalk. And then, like, within minutes, not even minutes, I would say seconds of me telling my mom, hey, nobody's there. She was like, what? And then... Right when I told her that, she gets a phone call from my dad telling her that him and my uncle are still at the grocery store. Oh man! And oh, man. this is something we all experience, like I said. And it was—it's a very negative, negative energy. So that was the vibe of the house. Mm-hmm. And in this house, I had my first shadow being experience. I do remember that it was a, a school night. I remember I was texting my friend right before I went to sleep. So. I at this when I was living in this place, I used to sleep with a nightlight because just shit was like intense. So I woke up around 2 a.m. to yeah, it was about 2 a.m. because it was like pitch black outside. And I remember like waking up, looking at my phone and being like, oh, it's not time to wake up. You know, like that good feeling when you you have like 
several hours before you have to wake up. Yeah. And um, there was like a shadow person like leaning on my door. And I would like to clarify that I did not have sleep paralysis during this. I just like literally sat up completely, like completely, you know, looked at my door and was like a shadow person. And the shadow person had um, the silhouette was of a zoot suit. For those people who don't know, there's these, it's part of like Chicano culture where um, they used to wear like these formal I, w- I want to say formal. Was it formal? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, and it's like a long, longer jacket and like more loose pants. Yeah, like they're that, fancy. yeah, but they're like, and and he had a fedora. So this is where the whole fedora comes in. And I was like, I was just like, oh, weird shadow. And I, I it wasn't like no negative energy from this. I just fell back asleep. Like literally, it was just like weird shadow and then fell back asleep. But so not only was it my first time seeing a shadow being, I also saw the hat man. Like what a, you know, what a weird first thing to encounter. And to like, to me, it was just so weird that it had a zoot suit. I never heard of that. And I've never heard of it since. You had the homie shadow. I know I had the, he was a foo. So ever since then, I've had shadow people be a constant in my life. I see them a few times a year, but nothing like spectacular occurs there. They just pop up. And sometimes I'm like, man, I see them from the corner of my eye, you know, like peripheral vision. Sometimes I see them like moving straight up in front of me, but it, it's, it hasn't been a really negative feeling. I don't know if you remember on our first episode, I talked about that story with my blinds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I pretty, I'm pretty sure like I, by the way, I was half asleep. I was like really, really dead tired, really asleep. And I'm pretty sure like I I saw something from my peripheral vision. I can't say it was a shadow person, but like, again, my blinds were moving. I think that was one of the few times that I had a negative, a really, really, really negative feeling. But there's another time, which is my second story. Um, so I'm a mom of two. And both of my pregnancies, I had a lot of shadow people encounters. I hear stories that pregnant women tend to have more paranormal experiences because you're carrying life. And for some reason, that's like, that's like, yeah, yeah, that's like a beacon for spirits or something like they just, you know, you're carrying life, like they're dead, or they're not dead, or they're evil and whatever. And you're carrying something inside you that's so pure. I don't know. But whatever it is, I hear this all the time that pregnant women have a lot of paranormal experiences. And I would feel someone pet my hair. Ah, oh my god! Like pet me, like when I was asleep, like literally pet my hair, like you know, piojito. Oh yes. And then I would also feel like little hands pulling my hair. For those people who have long hair and are moms, when your kid grabs you when they're barely toddlers and pull your hair, I would feel that. Like I said, for whatever reason, when I was pregnant, like weird shit used to happen at. A higher rate and there was this one incident that sticks with me forever and this was a whole lot scarier than the damn curtain incident when my daughter was a couple weeks weeks old this was back in 2015 so it was around like 4 a.m and she woke up you know I tried feeding her I tried burping her whatever she wasn't having it she was just fussy 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 and crying so at this time my husband was working in San Francisco, so for for us, it'd be a, a two-hour drive. He started work, like, at 6 in the morning, 
and had to leave pretty early. So, you know, I wanted to let him sleep. I believe it was his day off. So I was like, you know, he like wakes up early. Let me, let me let him sleep. So I picked her up and I went to the living room. She ended up waking up her brother. So my son ended up joining us in the living room. And for some context, uh, I have a hallway that connects pretty much everything. It connects the two rooms, the two bathrooms, and the living room. The living We have a, a kitchen living room, so it's attached. So it connects everything. And in the pathway of the hallway, directly in it is the couch. Three of us were sitting on the couch. My daughter is crying, fussy. I'm trying to calm her down. And I have the, the door in the master bedroom open. And I could hear my husband snoring. So he's dead asleep, right? Like a fire can start and it's going to be hard to wake him up. Damn. And you hear it like, you know, it's in a rhythm. I would like to clarify, it's just the four of us. Um, the, We have a light in the hallway. And it's just a single light to light up this entire hallway. And it's a, like a wall sconce. I think that's how you say it. Sconce? I have no idea. It's not like, it, it's it's just something that comes, like a light... Oh, I think that's how you say it, a wall sconce. And so it's not like a ceiling light. It's like literally on the wall. I can't block it, by the way. I'm I'm short as hell. And you have to be like probably five, uh, five, five and up to block that light, right? So what I see is someone, and by the way, I from the living room, you can't see what's like the the sconce you can't see it's several feet away from the opening of the hallway so you can't see if someone's by the light not by the light whatever I'm looking to it's to my right so I'm looking to my right and I see something is blocking the hallway light I can't see it because there's you know a wall blocking it but someone is moving back and forth and it's a human shape by the way this is a the figure of a human it's blocking the light i hear my husband snoring while this is going on the three of us are in the living room on the couch my heart sank me and my son was 4 years old and he saw this and he still remembers to this day and i was so terrified you guys i mean I had my babies with me. Like when it happens to me by myself, fine, whatever. It's me. It's happening to. But I had my newborn daughter. I had my four-year-old son. I was scared. And there was no way to get to my husband because he's in the path of whatever the fuck is blocking this goddamn light. I'm just like there, like on the couch, terrified. I mean, like just absolutely frozen. And then something just clicks. By the way, this this thing is just moving back and forth. I, I want to say like swaying, like almost like going from side to side swaying. I stop being scared and start being like, you know, that person that's like, I got to do something. Maybe there's an intruder. We live on the second floor, so not possible. But my brain is trying to rationalize what the hell's going on. Yeah. And I put my daughter on her rocker and I tell my son, stay here with her. I give him all my stuff. I'm pretty sure I give him my phone. I give him everything. And I was like, stay here with her. I'm going to go check this out. I, what was I going to do? I didn't even fucking think about getting something from the kitchen, like a fucking knife in case it was a fucking intruder. My dumbass, like everything went out the fucking door. I was so scared. And I just ran to the hallway. And the moment I started walking towards the hallway, the shadow thing just disappears. Like it's not there anymore. 
by the way, I, I could I can see our small like our our the smaller bedroom. So no one goes in and out because the, the smaller bedroom door is right in my side of vision from the living room. So no one went in, no one went out. There's only like three options. One, it went into one of the bathrooms, one of the two bathrooms, or two, it went into the master bedroom where my husband's sleeping. But I like again, this entire time I hear his snoring on a rhythm. So it hasn't stopped. I check both bathrooms. No one's there. I check the master bedroom to be like, maybe someone's weirdly standing over my husband trying to like kill him or something. <laughs> no one's there. I check under the bed everywhere. And, oh, you know, and, and I also have this thing too. I wanted to clarify in the bathroom. I never leave the curtain closed on the shower. We have like a bathtub shower combination whatever. And I always leave the curtain completely open to the side. Because that, like, again, I'm just, like, that kind of person. It freaks me out. And so no one's yeah. no one's there. And that's that was the most terrifying shadow person encounter I've ever had. And oh, that's that bad. was one of the two. Anyways, I wised up. And now, like, you know, <laughs> I'm the first person to, like, throw hands in case someone's, like... <laughs> so, like, I feel my kids are in danger. But I'm, I'm, like, still mad at myself that I... You know, if it was an intruder, not likely. Again, we live on the second floor. I'm still really mad at myself that I didn't go to the kitchen because it's connected to the living room and grab a knife just in case. (laughs) Lesson learned. But yeah, it was the most terrifying experience. And I, like I said, I, I see shadow people all the time. But again, there's no negative energy. I know for a lot of people, they see them during sleep paralysis. I have never, ever, ever, ever seen anything well, I had sleep paralysis. I do have it. All my experiences with shadow people have been when I am wide awake. I want to say it's not always true that there's a negative energy connected to it or a feeling of dread. And it's not always with sleep paralysis and has never been true. Any of those for me besides two incidents. I have tips when you see a shadow person. And these are from one of the websites that I was reading, which, again, are all linked in the show notes or will be eventually. (laughs) Anyway. Eventually. um, Yeah. (laughs) So when you see one, learn to let go of your fear, stand your ground and deny them access to your person. Focus on positive thoughts. Use the name of Jesus to repel them. Keep a light on that surrounds you and bless your room. Yeah, that's probably that's probably why it doesn't affect me so much because I'm like, meh. I don't give them the time of day. Yeah, you you um stand your ground by um, going meh. <laughs> meh. You better pay rent next month though. <laughs> you ain't living in this house for free. <laughs> don't let them live in your house for free. Ask for rent next time, you guys. I feel like that's a good um good place to wrap up. Yeah, I hope you like my story. <laughs> it was both were excellent. Yeah, I was scared. <laughs> Those those are the two that I like vividly remember. The other two, like the other ones, like I said, nothing spectacular happened. I am just grateful to the powers that be that I have never <laughs> seen one, and I hope that they continue blessing me in this way, that, and that I will never see one. <laughs> I hope so too. But uh, next week we're covering. Hospital ghosts, and specifically a story from from Guadalajara. There's a very popular, I don't know, is it like an urban legend now? Whatever it is, it's... I would say it's an urban legend. Urban legend, okay. So it's a very popular urban legend from Guadalajara. A 
ghost nun that people see in El Hospital Civil. I think it's General Hospital here, is it? Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah. So just general, I guess, general hospital in Guadalajara. But um, yeah, you can see stories of this all over YouTube, which is where I learned about it. And my mom told me to. Yeah. <laughs> and I will also be sharing on this episode a story of a family friend that happened this year, thanks to COVID. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Yes. And thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you have time, uh, tell your friends about us. So, you know, if they like spooky stuff. Es spooky. Not spooky. My bad. Es spooky. Es spooky. And if you live in a spooky season, 365, 24-7, give us a follow. And if you have stories, share with us. I like being nosy and knowing everybody's scary shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We want to share your stories. So please send them in. You can email them to espookytales at gmail.com. Or um, just DM us on any of our social media. It's all linked in the show notes. Or you can just type in Spooky Tales on Instagram or Facebook and it will We're pop pretty up. much a Spooky Tales on everything. Thankfully. Yeah, I was able to snag the name on like every social media there is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, you can find us, DM us your stories, and we will read them before we start um, the topic of whatever episode we're doing. Yes. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.